actually, yes, it has been three weeks. Me and Shane um, pre-record a lot of this, and we try to get a lot of backup, right? And yeah, because, last... I mean, for the censors, we gotta we can't do it live. I mean, <laughs> this is Lamb's potty mouth. We just got to keep on moving. That's right. I mean, for the last couple of weeks, I've been out, so I'm so glad to talk to Shane again after, like, three weeks. It's almost been a month. But I'm, yeah. I'm glad that we have our show consistent. So well, it's another year now. So the year is 2023 right now. So I'm hoping for this year, right? I know we missed but it. The last time you talked to me was year 2022. Yeah, 2022. So. It was and, a lonely year. And uh, in 2022, we missed a couple of weeks due to technical difficulty and sickness and all that. So hopefully, uh, on we your learn. part, yeah, <laughs> for my part. Home. Well, some technical difficulties came from you. Oh, always technical yeah. difficulties come from my side. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, I, I got when I'm another one of our friends and like, you know, to fill up episodes eventually. And then we'll see how this year goes. But I'm pretty sure we can make this without missing an episode. Like consistently, we releasing on Mondays. Oh. Even though I haven't talked to you for three weeks, right? Last week, we, we released a quote. And now we do another 80s movie, which is recommended by yours truly, Mr. Shane right here. Yeah, well, hey, I was recommended on what I saw, like, decades ago. Okay, so decades memories. ago. On memory, yeah, I haven't seen this movie in, man. Well, this was probably available on 20 years. Disney yeah, Plus on 20, 20 years, years, right? Like, okay, so tell me, why did you select this movie? Like, what reminded you from this movie? Because I got something to say, too. Well, like, time travel, because you like time travel. And I thought, uh, huh, this was a movie that had time travel in it. And it, it also, also shows you what happens if you go forward in the future. Yeah. Um, it does. Like forward in the future, where everybody move. Like, yeah, what he goes eight, eight years, years, eight years forward in the future. And he I mean, stayed it was the a same. Disaster. It was a disaster for this kid. Oh, okay. Did you know this back in the day when you first watched it? Like, oh my god, he 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 stayed the same. Everybody age eight years. Well, yeah. Well, you gotta think. Like, it it goes to the deal. If you if you leave the time your time uh timeline, yeah. jump forward. You're gone for a long time. I mean, it's going to affect everybody else. It never affects, because, you know, in most movies, it never affects a hero at time travels. And this you one, know? it does. Well, it does affect him, but it also affects, it never shows you, I guess I should say, it never shows you the effects on all the people around you. Because yes. everything's good. You go in the future, or you do this, or go back in time, you fix everything. Everything's so great. Not in this movie. I mean, the kid had a good time, but the effects on his family, everything, could have destroyed it. So I didn't know how how the tra time traveling worked, right? When you told me like, "Hey, let's do this movie. It's, it's about time travel." Well, and they don't really focus that much on no, the time travel. They which don't makes it good. So when I was watching, I stopped paying attention to like the time period and stuff. And right off the bat, right, they were having some kind of frisbee dog catching contest. I don't know. I don't even know if that was a real thing even back then. That is then. a real thing. Oh, it is okay. Yeah. So I noticed that. I like, don't they, think people do it now. Yeah. <laughs> They talk about 1978, okay? And I'm like, oh, you know what? They're going to time travel, I guess, from that time into the future in the 1980s, okay? Which they yeah. did. They did eight years, so that way it's 1986 when the movie was released for this movie. I thought it was pretty interesting, right? I just only wrote down a, mi a few minor notes because this movie is very easy to remember. There's not a lot, too much going yeah, on. It's a simple movie. But I put like... The blimp flies over, right? But there's no comment. I feel like that was a big scene where the blimp comes and, like, well, no, cast over the shadow. The problem is you already know this is a space travel. This is about space flight of the, the uh, navigator. Yeah. You already knew it. This is the thing. So the blimp flies over to make you think, oh, here's where the spaceship. Because you see everybody turns around like it's a spaceship. Yes. It's not a spaceship. It's just a blimp. Same thing with when he's walking through the woods, though. Where he's walking through the woods, he see that light, looks up. It's water tower. Ah. It's messing with you. It is. It's kind of like it, it hints at you a little bit. Like, oh, no, that's not it. But you don't get to see the spaceship until yeah. uh, in the future, I guess, 1986. Which is yeah, after it's already day. dropped him off and had an accident. So when I saw this movie, right, I, I, I feel like, okay, this is actually definitely getting towards kids around that age. Like early teens and maybe even younger, like to eight. And yeah. I, I liked it a lot because, like, oh, my God, you get to imagine or fantasize, like, oh, this is what it feels like, uh, I guess, piloting a spaceship, a spaceship yeah. or whatever that oh, yeah, is. Yeah, you get picked up by a spaceship. It's awesome. And I like that. 
it's very selective, right? The spaceship has this personality, which is Pee Wee Herman, right? The force yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the funny thing is I can't remember. I didn't remember that at all. Oh, I I, I had I to look it up. I almost remember everything about it, but I didn't remember Pee Wee Herman being the voice. Because, like, it went from... But I guess that's because when I watched it, he wasn't Pee Wee Herman yet. He wasn't, right? 1986? Well, he's no. about to be. He becomes Pee Wee Herman in 1986, but... So, yeah, I, I guess because the only person I knew in this movie, movie was uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. It's yeah. not her first movie, but it's her first early, one of her early roles. Yeah, it's one of her early movies, but it's also The Doctor. I don't know if you know the, who The Doctor was. Faraday? The, the Doctor? Yeah, Faraday. He's a... Uh, he it, looks daughter? familiar. Oh, yeah, he was on a, a WRKP Cincinnati TV no. show. Doctor, oh. what was his name? Doctor something. Oh, I had Dr. no idea. Johnny's Johnny, I forgot what he was. He was man. It's been a long time ago since I seen that show. Howard Heisman. Yeah, he's been in a lot of movies though. I mean, he did. He's been a steady actor for years. Oh, is it? Wait, hold on. You said KMPX? No, yeah. Well, I said the I said the name wrong. I already know I did that. But oh, okay. In Cincinnati. Uh it says what is it? It well, it says San Francisco. No, no, it wasn't San Francisco. Oh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Doctor exactly. Johnny Fever. Yeah, Johnny Fever. Man, it's been a long time since I've seen that TV show. I love that TV show. I mean, like, he, I recognize his face. I'm like, I, I can't place this guy. Oh, I'm sure you've seen him. I mean, he's in he's in all kinds of TV stuff, shows. Yeah. Oh, he's in all kinds of stuff. He's always been around. And that's the thing. When I was watching this, I couldn't place it at first because I kept watching it. I was like, know that guy. Know that guy. <laughs> know that guy. But the thing is, the, the characters are so different, though. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, because in the other show he wears a rock and roll shirt, he's he's on the radio. He's he's a rebel. And this oh. one, he works for NASA. He's he works not for a NASA. rebel. Yeah, he's, I'm like that, that's why I it, couldn't place the guys at first. I was like, it is strange to see like NASA because you no know, nowadays it's like the budgets are not very good. So, but back then, I guess NASA had a pretty good budget, being in the 70s to the 80s. I don't think right? NASA did anything with this. You know, this. No, I mean, it just... wasn't hard to put right NASA on a bunch of stuff. Oh, I, I noticed that on their on their police cars, like, oh, those are really yeah, bad decals. Yeah, they, they wrote they wrote NASA on a whole bunch of stuff. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and NASA, they I'm sure they had to add. I'm sure they had to get permission, but I'm sure NASA was like, it's about space, put it on there. <laughs> so I'm sure they're like, because I mean, it doesn't hurt them. No, right. Just, yeah, this movie didn't do anything that really hurt them. No, it's just about a boy's fantasy with uh, plus time, a little bit of time travel. Yeah, well, it was technically time travel. I mean, the thing was, it was a time travel. He travels this certain speed. It's automatically going to time travel. It's just the way it works. I you did like um, you, as you approach the speed of light, you know, crap happens. The only time travel is still when he goes back. He's supposed to take all his specimens back to the time he took them. Yes. That's the only time travel job. The only thing is, for the boy, he couldn't do that. You know, for the whole movie, I didn't know how it was going to end. I didn't know he was going to stay in 1986 or in some miracle that he was able to go back where he started. So this kind of movie yeah. is like, it's very end game. Like, well, we're going to go like a, back to that moment. But it's also like you have a good, you have it's like a dream. You have this dream, it's good, everything's good until the end, and it starts to get bad. Oh. Then you wake up. You know, and then you're okay. Everything's good. Did you like this movie again when you rewatched it? Yeah, I, say I still like it. Yeah, because I, mean, my... I could do with I could do out without all the Pee Wee Herman stuff after the <laughs> robot downloads his brain and stuff, and it and changes it's... personality, right? And plus, the little aliens where I could now see the strings on them when that little oh, aliens moving. I, I did it. notice that scene. Exactly. Like, like it loaded, oh my, oh yeah, my you god! You see the strings. I was like, okay. I mean, like they didn't okay even take their it. time and budget to clean it up. I'm like, all right, you know. And I know, and the old computer systems, but I mean, I'm not trashing that because I mean that's the way it was. Yeah, that's of course, the way it, it has the robot. It has a robot, like all eighty movies do. Like the they always have that robot yeah. that runs into stuff doesn't quite work because that robot reminds me. You ever seen the uh, TV show uh, Wonder Woman with Linda Carter in it? No. Okay, not, I'm not talking about the first season. I think like the second or third. I don't know how many seasons were, but oh, there was a season seen. where they're in the '80s, and they had this stupid little robot. It runs around their office like a little dog, and it brings them out to you. And it just makes beep beep noises and, and drives around. So was that a real thing back then? As well, like a fantasy. Oh, it's a fantasy. Everything uh, had this because it reminds me. Because this movie reminds me of Space Camp. I bet you never saw Space Camp either. No, I have not. Oh, I wore Space Camp out. <laughs> 
because oh. it's about a bunch of kids. We should do this one, but I mean, basically, a bunch of kids have an accident. They go to space, but it has this little robot in there, and they work there at NASA. So this robot just does stupid little things. He talks like a, a, a speaking spell or whatever it was. Oh, he sounds it, like a speaking spell robot. <laughs> Almost hey, all the robots. Hey, I mean, come on, all the robots. Because remember, we got what Johnny Five or yeah. what, is it, what is his name? Yeah, well, Johnny, Johnny Five. Alive. Short circuit. Yeah, short circuit. You got There was some movie I can't even remember. It had like a whole family of robots. Really? Yeah, I had a whole family. They just like wandering through the woods or something. I can't remember the whole movie. I only saw parts of it. So, <laughs> so everybody had robots. Okay, and then so this... somehow it disappeared. Even I had a little robot. I remember at Sears when in the Christmas you bought all these little robots. They had better ones, but I got the little one that I thought was real. But basically, after I took it apart, I realized there is nothing in there but a little gear that just spins when it hits a certain point and makes it go around in a circle. I was like, huh, got ripped off. Wow, we came a long way from that little car to like an actual, you know, robot stuff. Now we got Roombas that try to steal the rug from out front under you while you're <laughs> working. You know, so when I was watching this movie, right, because I, I, like I said, I was um, in uh, Disney World. And you know why I was in Disney World, right? I, 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 I was talking to Heather like, hey, I wonder what some of these rides were before they made Toy Story Land. They made the Star Wars thing, right? Like... Uh, smugglers run and um way better. so <laughs> i know joking. they were way better but they they yeah, probably still use it. the same technology okay um so Star well, they probably War. use the same patterns because I, I do know they rebrand stuff yeah they rebrand stuff i was wondering yeah they'll take a ride was. and they'll and they'll give it another name and because, add a few more characters too. because like you know back in the late 80s what was your store what was the what roger what are you talking about oh what ride? um i i did smugglers run smugglers run and i i i didn't do star I wonder Wars. if it was I wonder if it's Star Tours. So Star Tours, I think like they could have done um, Flight of the Navigator, but I don't know if they had the technology back then in the eighties to make the trackless ride. Because basically, you sit in a box, right, and then they do the motion, you know, in, inside this box, but punch people inside. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Because the first time I went to Disney World, right, I was in a ride called Body Wars. It's like they, they yeah, I remember. You. I never was in it, but yeah, I do know what you're talking about. It's inner space. Yeah, it's like that, and I'm like, oh. The movie I, Inner Space. I, I never seen that. Oh God, how could you not see Inner Space too? What did what did when did Inner Space come out? That depends. I don't on know. That it had to come out around that time too. Because I never were seen this movie. Where they eject that little thing inside of somebody else. Oh, 1987. Yeah, that was I dreamed of that. That was amazing. It's not Disney, also, is it? No, it's Warner Brothers. Know. This one is Warner Brothers. Okay, well, it's okay. Yo, I, everybody yeah. get everybody gets to make a movie, even. <laughs> Even Sony. I was gonna say. I was thinking to myself, which one is better? Cause um, you heard about what happened, right? You know, James Gunn and this other guy became the um the DC yeah, yeah, whatever. The, then they yeah, don't care. No, oh, yeah, but they they scratch everything, right? After brain. Um, well, they they well they kind of scratched everything. They're not really sure if they scratched everything, cause I mean. Everybody got mad about Wonder Woman being scratched, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, hold on. We didn't say we scratched it." And then they're like, "Well, are you gonna make Wonder Woman?" Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, because I was going to say, like, The Rock got um, Henry Cavill Yo, for yeah, back, right? They and all then, got fired. They all got fired. I'm like, but they're still making The Flash. Yeah, it's strange, right? But then yeah, I, they're I gonna was going to say, of them. because, okay, I, I understand James Gunn's decision, right? Because he first come into this, like, hey, I, I don't want to go back to the, the Josh Reed and Zack Snyder thing. I'm not here to fix what you guys started. Like, I'm here to start a new thing right so that makes but sense. he's not really yeah that's fine if he make if he really starts a new thing but it don't sound like he's starting a new thing he's starting half of a new thing yeah see i have no idea where they are right now maybe this is all just propaganda. you know what i think they should wait they should just go ahead and go wonder woman i'm sorry you're done this flash movie we'll let you see it we're done with it after it oh yeah and then they might as well go you're making that joker movie get that out of the way oh yeah we're gonna get rid of the <laughs> batman movie that no if they're gonna do this they do it right yeah so they, they didn't do stuff. You didn't see, yeah, you didn't see Marvel do it. They started fresh again. Yeah, they started fresh again. But now they're slowly crap. They're they're slowly bringing the X Men crap from the 20th century Fox in. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Don't. I don't even want to see that garbage. Oh, you don't know. You don't know how well do, they. Be. Uh, it would. It might be good. I don't want to see it though. Yeah. I want all new. Everything new. Well, let's get back to this movie because that's something I want to yeah. say. All right. Well, hey, yeah, let's say it. <laughs> I love Mickey Mouse. So, okay, cool. So the one of the first thing I noticed, I like, you know, there's a lot of things uh, similar to this with Endgame, because like my younger brother is now older than me, 
Yeah. But I mean, besides Endgame, right? I had never seen like a time. Well, I haven't seen it a time travel movie where like, like works like this one. You don't age because you stay. He's twelve. David is twelve years old in this movie. Yeah. When they go to the future, now his brother is like sixteen or something. No, oh, yeah, because he went to the future. I mean, he went eight years in the future, but you wouldn't age on the the tr the journey there. I I feel like um I guess. But you got to think for eight years, everybody missed him. Oh yeah, and then they just declare him dead. But seeing, but you him. don't see any stuff like this in Back to the Future stuff. No, because it doesn't. Because see, in their in their timeline, when you know when they jump in the future, mm -hmm. Michael J. Fox and his girlfriend jump in the second one. They jump in the future. See, I'm trying to explain this. This movie explains it right there because he jumps in the future and no one missed him. And he goes to fix his kids, but like by real time travel, he won't. If be him and Jennifer leave. Kids, yeah. They shouldn't be any kids. They yep. shouldn't be. He should have been gone for years, and his parents are like. You've been gone for 27 years. You can't, there's no kids to fix. But somehow he's still able to go to the future and see himself. I'm like, if you stay in the same timeline, you can't see your future self. I know. If I you want know. to see a, you want to see yourself, you're going to travel to the past. So what's going strange into another is timeline. Back to the Future 1 came out before this. Then this came out. And then they did that in Back to the Future 2 anyway. You know, apparently nobody saw Flight of the Navigator. I'm, I'm gonna, I was gonna say that nobody saw Flight of the Navigator. But Flight of the Navigator people did see Back to the Future because there is a symbol of the flux capacitor on the spaceship. No, I missed that. Yep, there is. Oh. So, somebody watched something, but the other people were too big to watch this. Mm, makes sense. I mean, like, did you know any other big star in this movie at all? No, 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 right? Nobody else really. Other, uh, I mean, at the time when I watched it, I didn't know any of these people. But that was way back in the eighties before I even recognized people. But while I was watching this, only two people. I'm surprised you didn't tell me to watch this sooner when we're talking about all the Back to the Future stuff. Well, I, I tried to, it. I try, I did mention it, man. Yeah. I said let's do this a long time ago. I know, but... and we finally did. Okay, now I want to argue this stupid flight of navigator time travel plot. You are right on Back to the Future too. Okay, definitely right, and like. I, I guess a lot of people don't see that when they're watching that movie, plus because I guess the first one did so well, right? They liked the first one so much, they would like to see what happens when you travel yeah. to the future to see well, yourself. But it's you're funny, right. This, yeah, this, it, well, it's, I think it's funny, though. It's kind of humorous because the movie's all a good, super fun movie stuff. But it does show you <laughs> the dangers of time travel. Oh. It's just in there nobody really notices. But I'm like, you can't just jump out of your timeline and go forward. Well, you can, but you won't be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, well, you will. Well, that's the problem, though. But when you get there, you're going to be at the same time, and people are going to ask questions. You know what? Even this movie, the the alien, what's it called? The robot Max. His name is they he named him Max. Max even talk about it's dangerous to go back in time. Yeah. Like back to the future. There's none of that. Hey, whatever. We can go back. Well, you know, they just do the oh, the, oh, the time continuum. You just say, oh, you can't see yourself. I'll break the time continuum. I'm like, you can't see yourself. Anyway, so you can't ever break the time continuum because you're already alternate the timeline. So you're in another timeline. Well, you talk about going forward in time, but if you go back, then you can. Yeah. yeah. Well, as soon as you go back, then you have another timeline. Then you can go forward in that timeline and see yourself. But if then there would be two of you. If there's two of you. Yeah. Yes. As long as there was two of you in that timeline. Oh my god. But you would never see yourself again if you're staying in your same timeline. If you yeah, you would never see yourself in the the future. Damn, Shane. Yeah. I wonder what unless happens. You go, unless you go look in the mirror. What happens if we send this movie first before I watch Back to the Future 2? Would I enjoy Back to the Future 2 more? Or would I be like, well, that doesn't make sense. Well, you could go, you know, make sense. But I mean, you got to still enjoy Back to the Future for what it really was. It was just fun. It's a fun ride. So you didn't think Back to, uh, you know what? Now I'm going to argue your point since you're wearing that stupid t-shirt, which I have also. <laughs> The Star Trek t-shirt, because I was going to, because I'm going to tell you, the, the three weeks I didn't see you, right, uh, we watched um, um the J.J. Abrams Star Trek and Into Darkness, okay? okay Every time so I you watched, didn't watch a real Star Trek. So, so, I, so let me, come let, argue a real on, Star Trek. Let me get you okay. my point before you say okay. real Star Trek, okay? Air quotes, <laughs> real Star Trek. Because you said, I like, didn't do air quotes, I'm telling the truth. When we say, when you said that um in the darkness, every time I watch this, I remember what you said, like, oh, I seen this already. I seen this already. It's basically the same thing, right? Then I'm thinking about Back to the Future 2. Isn't watching Back to the Future 2 is almost the same thing as watch Back to the Future 1, the way that you put that? Like, some of the scene is also the yeah, same. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not the same, though, because I'm not really mad that, okay, J.J. Abrams, I like the Star Trek. I watched the crap out of the first one. Oh, I do, too. It's just, the problem is, to me, the writers 
I guess they want to play their respects to Wrath of Khan, but to me, it's like they just redid the whole scene and they and they were lazy. To me, it just comes out like lazy writing to me. That's the problem I have with Star Trek. You know what? Two. We'll pick this back or, up once. Actually, we Star do Trek Twelve, but yeah, it's just lazy writing. It's not. It's not. A, it wasn't a good movie. It was a good movie. It looked good. It was awesome. Great acting. Everything was great except the writing sucked. Okay. The writing sucked. I want to I save the this two writers. Lazy I wish the writers would get far. Once yeah. we talk about Into Darkness, because I have something to rebuttal that, but this is not the time to do it. Oh, it is. Come on, just go ahead. <laughs> no, it's not because I still want to talk about this. Um, Flight and the Navigator thing. Now I'm upset that so many people love Back to the Future too. Instead of like, how's Marty even possible? Because we a lot of people like to argue with the fifth thing, right? But yeah. The fifth thing is the same thing as Marty going back, going into the future to see himself. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of that we can't just we can't hate on it a lot because you know a lot of people want to do that. Time repeats itself. Thing everything is old is new again, or everything is new was oh. old again was old at one time yeah and, your and that's the thing do the same thing yeah you. you're like you almost follow the same thing do some some way you do the same thing your parents did and all blah 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 you know all that <laughs> bull crap that doesn't really happen but anyways because you know the time of continuum won't allow it yeah. so it really doesn't ever happen but anyhow i'm just so, uh, rambling about crap okay so you know one of the other things i really like in this movie is like they put that hit gear on max and when dr faraday asked him questions right his physical self doesn't know what he's asking but his men- mentality like the mental yeah. part like is answering his, his brain. question it's like this he's talking to two different people well technically yeah he was linked to that mach- he's still linked to, linked to the spacecraft yeah so when they're asking the question it's going in his ears and then it's transmitting to the spacecraft and the spaceship max is answering the questions so he's acting like a um like he's basically walking. got a cell phone. Yeah, like a cell phone, yes. He's a cell phone. He doesn't know he's a cell phone. Because, so you Faraday know, you're talking to the cell phone. Max. The cell phone's like, why are you asking these questions? I don't know. But the person at the other end does know the questions you're asking. So the Dr. Faraday's kind of talking to Max instead yeah, of Yeah, he's just talking to Max the whole time. Yep. Whoa. And then David just picks up on it. Sometimes, you know, when he goes to sleep, he hears the, hears the call and help me and all that stuff. He's picking up on it, but basically he's a big old giant receiver now because yes. all he was was a storage device. Even though the alien says you only use 10% of your brain at any point, oh, which I has been like proven, that. that's not true. No, it's not. But I do like that they point that. I mean, at that time before the studies, we know, like, they don't, we only use, like, a little percentage of our brain, not, like, the whole I think people have always known that. Just somebody decided to come up with it. Yeah, just, like, a 10%, right? Somebody so came so up with, with the that. 10%. Because even that movie, Lucy, they're like, oh, you only oh. use 10% did of your you, brain. Did you watch Lucy? We need you yeah, put that yeah, on Yeah, of course I watched Lucy. And then I was like, what? You're going to use all your brain and you'll die. It's <laughs> just the way <laughs> it works. Your brain is doing so many functions at once. Hmm, interesting. Maybe we'll talk about that movie eventually. Well, I think, I guess he was just talking about probably storage capacity for memory. Oh, storage capacity is 10%. And okay. not when you're actually using it. Oh, I but I'm sure we'll. I'm sure that'll be proven false too. But I mean, yeah, your brain is constantly. Everything in your brain is constantly going. So almost yeah, all your brain is being used. But I mean, you always got room for more storage information. Hmm, interesting. I mean, unless you're unless you're it's... Kelly Bundy, when you got like an okay, remember a hundred things, and when somebody gives you a new thing, you forget the first thing that you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you remember that. I remember that. Too. Lo- How could you not remember everything Kelly Bundy does? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did like the we first just... time um this is the movie right i mean even though i watch it like 2023 the first time they used the word like he's downloading the information if you show me this in 1986 right, i probably wouldn't even understand like downloading the information because that was pre-internet yeah well hey that's not really pre-internet because no, when the war games come out, remember, they had internet. You take that phone off, you hook it, and stick it on the modem, it makes all that racket. Then it says, would you like to play a game? <laughs> oh, before, I guess pre-internet for me. Yeah, war I games. I never Broderick. seen war games. It's got Broderick. He's married to Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, I know. i never seen war games. They have made a link to this movie. Uh, you know what? When you talk about... We should do... We got to do war games, yes. too. We, we, so you the, know what we need to do this year, focus on? 80s movies and all the Star Trek films. Okay. All of them. Just like we did the Marvel stuff. The Okay, we'll do that. Then. We're going to do, do the Star Trek at the end of the year because we've got a lot of catching up. Yeah, I do. 
Yeah, you're so the other thing shows. I, I um, they kind of left off is like you know um, David was had a crush on that Jennifer girl, right? I thought Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker was gonna. Yeah, play I thought that. I thought that was too. I kind of thought it at first, but then it had a different name. But then I'm like, it makes sense. It makes sense because like they but never hey, really touch on that. But here's the neat thing. because she's probably his same age almost, right? I don't know how old Sarah Jessica Parker is in this movie. Well, we'll just say that girl was almost because eight years, you know. Well, but then she had a different name too. Her name is not Jennifer. Okay, this is not what I'm trying to get it. Oh, okay, sorry. Her character, when he goes back in time, now he's going forward, he knows to look that girl up. Oh. She's probably his age, and he'll know how to talk to her. Oh, ooh, that's, oh, that's he's a got, good He's got some insight. It's like inside training now. Oh, that's really good, because his dad taught him how to talk to girls. Like, you know, hey, that's a nice well, thing. That's yeah. really good. Because, you know, he met her in the future. And she's older, but you got to think, when he left, she was probably closest to his age. Yeah, you're right, because I have no idea how old she is, but he should be 20 in yeah, she Yeah, she's around 20s or something. She was an intern for NASA, and he's supposed to be 20 when he shows up, but he's yeah. not yet. So oh. he can go back and probably bump into her and go, oh, hi, how are you? You know, um, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's a really good point. I'm so glad you set this on here. Because you, you already, already fixed the relationship between him and his brother. Yes, that was really he good, knows, too. Because he knows what type of person his brother's going to turn yeah, into. Yeah, he's going to turn into. Oh, because the kids are young, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. he's like, huh, this guy's actually all I right. I also like the 80s. This is the time period where you cannot... Uh, you know, when we were talking about 8-Bit Christmas, right? Like, you know, wearing yeah. the mic without a helmet. This is like, dude, this 12-year-old well, kid could walk through the woods. Let's put it this way. <laughs> this is basically the last decade where you could do whatever you want <laughs> so, <laughs> so before you had to wear bubble wrap. I'm so funny. Like... Okay, so, you know, we were in Disney World, right? Like, we stay on the resort, and we don't have to take any cars, right? They have buses that ride from the resort to um, to the um, to the parks. So, this is just like a city bus I rode in New York, okay? And I told my boys, like, hey, you know, Daddy used to... Was um, there graffiti on it? Yeah, what? Was there any graffiti on it? No. Of course not, so, it's Disneyland. So, when I was riding this bus, I was telling my boys, hey, you know, um, Daddy was riding this kind of bus, right, when he was, like, 11, by himself <laughs> to go to like, school. Uh... And like, Ethan is 10. I'm like 11. I talked to Heather like, would you and I let Ethan ride on a bus like this all by himself? She's like, no. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> How the heck did I do it? <laughs> it's not like even a short bus ride. <clears throat> I had to get off at a station, then get on another bus just to, just to go to junior high or middle school. Yeah, well, you know what your mom was thinking. Back then, nobody wants Chinese kids. <laughs> <laughs> actually that's what i'm thinking now <laughs> i don't know the world's it's, changed dude the world's changed so much like i was 11 or 12 definitely before i came to texas it hasn't really changed I that much. new york city bus by myself just to go to school yeah well hey <laughs> we had a lot more adventures back in those days yeah i know <laughs> now kids don't have any no, it's like so safe. With yep, sorry. Go. The park. It was the thing. People always, you know, that's the thing. It's like people always gripe about their kids. Don't sit in front of that video games and write your brains out. Go outside. Then the way. On second thought, uh, don't go outside. Just sit down and play yeah, sit video down. games. <laughs> Just go ahead. Don't you ever know, go outside ever again. So I don't know if you knew, right? At Disney World, this is that was the busiest week from Christmas to New Year. Okay, in my mind, I'm thinking like, you know what? At Christmas time, a lot of people want to stay home and stay with their families, right? I guess not when it comes to Chris, uh, Disney World. There were so many people. I looked online, right? This is what people said like, um, this is the busiest week of for Disney World from uh, Christmas to New Year. You're you're going there with the busiest week. Yeah, with I can the most that. people. But you got to think that most people are off then, and they have their kids yeah, too, and all the kids so, too. Yeah. So I mean, and what are you going to do? You're going to take your kids. Well, I mean, you're not going to be like me. I thought it was going to be summertime would be the busiest. Nah. But then so the weather time. is nice in Florida at this time. Yeah. Unless I mean, you got so much time during summer. It was like it was like the highest temperature was like 81. Right? It's not that bad. Imagine going to the summer. Like Heather told me, like I'm not coming here in the summer. No way. It's kind of hot now. I'm like, well, this is kind of nice. What are you talking about? But then we were carrying babies and stuff. Like, yeah, if I come back, I'll probably go when school. I, I would take my kids out of school just to go to Disney World. Okay. Because you know there's so many people and stuff. I can't do it. 
and talk about rides, right? If they make this flight of the Navigator as a ride, I would love it as a kid. Actually, you know well, what? I loved it when I was watching it because he had that big, big old if, screen. If they still had it, you're supposed to have already seen the spacecraft when you were there at Disney World. Yeah, I mean, like it's nineteen. Part of it was no. Part of it was used for uh, I think it's like a, a shop or something there. Really? Yeah, in Tomorrowland. Oh, it's tomorrow like either on top of a restaurant or a little food. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. sitting in Tomorrowland there. The people mover. You probably saw it and you didn't even know it. Oh, you're right because there's so much to look so much people. I mean, it's just the part of the spaceship is you used know, as a roof. How about Tomorrowland? They have a racetrack, right? But it's on a track, like you're on a car on a track. I know. Like, it's like yeah, I've been to Tomorrow. I've been to Tomorrowland, but. It sucks for you, but when I was a kid, that was the greatest ride because I was driving a car, dude. I didn't see that track. Oh, yeah. you know, I thought I could drive. It would be fun. You know what? But then my kids drove that little, the little mini cars that they have. Like, it's it compared to Tomorrowland Racetrack, the racetrack sucks to compare to what we can get today. It, it, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. You're <laughs> going to hate on Disneyland <laughs> on this podcast. I'm not so. hating on Disney well. It sounds like but you I, are. I get that. Like you're I get that because it depends on what age you are riding that ride. Like yeah, you're four or five, you know. Yeah. It depends on what age you are when you yeah. go to Disney. Because there's a lot of rides. We find out. Because let me tell you what. When what? I was little, I thought you could get killed at Disneyland, <laughs> and it made it even better. <laughs> we find out right. Ryan does not like some of the roller coasters. Well, guess what? I found way. out. I just said when I was his age, I found out I didn't like roller coaster. Period. I'm gonna tell you, Shane. Rise of the Resistance, it made me feel like I was in Star Wars. Really? Because um, it's one of the most popular rides, right? Let me tell you this story. It also went down while we're in the middle of the ride. So it's like an experience <laughs> thing. What happens is like, you're the new recruit, right? You go into the spaceship, Poe uh, po is dry, uh, taking you to the secret base. In the middle of it, right, you get captured by the First Order. So you had to get out of the ship, right? You go to where they can't, like, you know, the tractor beam, and a whole bunch of stormtroopers are running to, you know, uh, make sure you don't do anything, right? Now you got to go down this stupid hallway because you're being transferred. So that way Kylo Ren can personally interrogate you to find out the rebel base. I mean, uh, the resistance base. And then the res first uh, resistance come and rescue you, right? And that part is the most exciting thing. So the first time we get there, right? We're waiting in this hallway and they're like, um, the ride shut down. We got to close it to your maintenance. <laughs> well, that sucked. And then the, we had, we were in Hollywood studio for two days. So it's the second day. We want to make sure that we rode, rode that ride, right? At the end, when the, you're going through the uh, the, the um, rescue part, right? That is the most awesomest thing I've ever been inside my life. And I did this after Smuggler's Run, where I was the captain of the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Compared to, to both. Oh, I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you. No, it sounds like you're ragging. Smuggler's I mean, one on. is very cool. Like it was something that I would probably get emotional uh, motion sickness on, but it was like a one giant video game. Cause at the end you get graded on how well you you did not oh. damage the Millennium Falcon too. Like because oh, you actually get strange. to control it. So basically you just got a flat test. <laughs> yes, but it's very exciting too. <laughs> Yeah, it's very Ooh. exciting because, like, you know, I want to make sure I tell my boys, like, hey, I'm the captain of the Millennium Falcon. I'm the pilot, okay? They have three tasks for you to do, uh, pilot, um, gunner, and engineer. But then we, there's only four of us, right? So there's no engineer. So I told my boys, like, hey, you guys are the gunners. You know what that means? And they don't know, right? That means you have to shoot at the bad guys. Whoa, Ryan's face lit up. He did not want to be the pilot. He wanted to be the gunner where he shoot at the bad guys. And then Heather's my co-pilot. What's really funny is that, so basically, Heather was Chewbacca. Yes. Okay. What's what's really weird? You don't think that you fly like the movies, right? But by the time you get there, you don't care. <laughs> one just <laughs> controls up and down. One flies left and right. That's basically what that is. You gotta be synchronized to you know navigate the Millennium Falcon, you know, fully. Yeah, that's not really how. There's the, two how gunners, it works. but I have no idea what the engineer does. <laughs> but that one, I don't like, know. It, that's make me feel like Willie really just electrocuted had. and cries and then falls into the deal like r2d2 but rise of the resistance is so cool it, I, I cried at the end when it was over because it was like i felt like i was inside star wars not even just walking to the star wars part just walking through that like you feel like you're in star wars and what's really cool like i told you my boys were building their droids right the way they speak in there is awesome because um, my, uh, my kids grab the stuff to build the droids, right? They're just like adults teaching them how to do this. This old lady comes by, right? And this is what he's just like, oh, youngling. I'm like, what the hell? 
Also just talking like that is so cool. Like eating at those places, they they um um can I help the next traveler? And you know, like things like that. Like, hey, what's the water? Hydration station is over there. Like, man, these cast members are is so cool. I would like to just go to Star Wars every day. <laughs> my cousin <laughs> texts me in the middle of like the my Disney World trip, right? He's like, Hey, which park do you like the best? I'm like, um, I haven't been to all of them yet, but I'm gonna tell you right now, Hollywood Studio is the best for me. <laughs> yeah. The joys, like, you know, you would think the joys thing would be for kids, right? Or anything. Like, no, this is like yeah. grown adults in there, like, building robots and stuff. Like, this is one of the coolest things I've seen. Well, I already life. tell you that's where I would be. Joys? You don't like to play the lightsaber? <laughs> oh, I do the lightsaber. I'm going to do it all. But, yeah. I mean, after, I got to build a droid before I go give him a Jedi. <laughs> I wish they let you build the big, big ones, but, the, like, the little ones are pretty cool, too. Yeah, well, I'm sure you could fit the big, big ones out with you. <laughs> Do you get to take the droids with you? No, you do. You get to get them on, bring them on airplanes. So what's really cool? Okay, it's that's like, what I'm just making sure. Then the say droids, that's why you can't build a. The one. droids can interact with each other and also interact with which ride you're on. So if you're oh. on the rise of the resistance, you bring a droid, right? They, they, so basically, they it's like out. Rob the Robot. I don't know. It's a lot better than Rob the Robot. It's slow. <laughs> Right, like well, look, I got my jewelry right here. I know, I you know what because I saw like, so Ethan built the an all unit, right, which is all two, like his version of the all yeah, unit. Yeah. Ryan built a BB eight, but he likes blue, right? So his BB he called it BB seven because it's so easy. But once it moves, I'm like, oh my god, it looks really cool rolling on the carpet and whatever he takes it to. So I'm gonna get my running pretty soon. <laughs> it's been like Ow. two years. I'd get mine running, but I'm missing a plug. I know. I, I, I've been trying to look for that charging plug for you, too. I, I can only plug up the head. Oh, yeah, because that's the USB charge. Yeah, it's easy. It still works. So let me tell you something. You know, I got that for you for free, right? Because someone was just giving it away. They didn't have the charger. I tried to look that up on eBay. People are still selling that for $200. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I bought mine cheap. Then I found that one. I was like, man, I'm lucky to find two BB-8s. <laughs> Yeah, all you suckers are paying $200. Yeah, I know, suckers. I hope you get your charger plug, because the batteries <laughs> probably ain't no good anymore. Ooh, that's that's true. Yeah, because they're with them. Yeah. Well, the, it depends on the last time they charged it. I mean, the batteries in the heads are still good. Oh, because you can charge it occasionally. Yeah, and it's and it, it, it's still holding a charge. You know, um, well, I was going to talk about the robot <laughs> on this movie, but it's just like a, basically like a car. Yeah, it was just a car, and he just gets in it. And he he gets just gets in it. It's just, so easy. It just brings you your food. You're supposed to walk up to it and get well, your and stuff. And mail, too, I mean, right? Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, it makes sense even for that time. I guess you could have something like that. Not really. I mean, still, they weren't that good. Isn't it just like a I mean, giant Because I remember robots, let's say if you wanted to build a robot at that time, you could use a computer to build a robot, but the robot would have to go by time and distance. You know? So you'd want the robot to go, let's say, go five feet, and then you'd have the program. At five feet, you want to turn left, go this way, and then at this many feet, you turn this way. So it had to, it could go through a room, but the problem is if it got hit or bumped, it would knock all its oh, time. Oh, it lost off. its track, yeah. And yeah, it lost its tracks because it looked like it was doing something, but it's really not. It's just on time. Huh. You know? Oh, I don't know. I mean, like, I, you're doing I, I see by how disc, program. Yeah. yeah, but I remember they used to do that on Commodore. There was a program for Commodore 64, and you could build, like, a get a remote control, control car and program it to do all that stuff. Oh. And then it would go in certain distances and do certain things, at, but it was all time. If you bumped it or slid, slid it over some, then it'd be running in walls and stuff. Ah, because, yeah, it, you knock it off its cost, right? I mean, of course you could have put something in. Even in that time, in the 80s, they did have sensors. You could have made a sensor where it made it stop. But, I mean, to redo the programming would have been still too hard even at that time. Because I remember when we played, remember, because, I mean, you did computers at that time, right? 86 and, and earlier that. Remember? Not until oh, I you didn't? Here. No. You had to program the computer to use the computer. Yeah, I haven't. Basically, I, I guess I'm pushing it a little further, but basically you get on the computer in a black screen. There was no Windows. There was no DOS shell or any of that yet. You get on there, you type menu, and you type this and this. Oh, I can't I have, remember. Yeah, Backslash, I, all that garbage. Yep. To, just to do it. Just oh, to play a game. That, 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 yep. Yeah, remember, I remember those days? I remember playing Doom like that. Like, you got to put CD slash, or that way you go back to the main directory. Yeah, yeah that kind of stuff. I well, I mean, there's all kinds of games. Oh, that's a like long that. time ago, man. And they had some pretty good games even back then on the computer, if you play Commodore 64 or so. 
Oh, you know what? I think my cousin had a Commodore 64. Because I, I mean, because the other thing is, yes, yeah, Spider Man. Because I mean, you sit down to play Atari, it's like, what the crap is yeah. this? Oh, no, the Commodore is really I mean, cool. Now, if you got Atari first, it's like, oh, this is awesome. Then you got the Commodore, it's like, this is even more awesome. But if yeah. you got a Commodore first and then you want to play Atari, it's like, this is I junk. didn't know my cousin had a Commodore 64 <clears throat> back then because I wasn't familiar with it. But, I, you know, people had apples and Tandies. I don't know if you saw play Tandy Radio Shack. Mm, I never played that. It's basically like an apple. Oh, it is? Yeah, I think that's what we had in school. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's like the one year I took that for school, how to do all this stuff on the computer. And then the next year, all the computers have Windows on it. I was like, well, you don't have to do that crap anymore. So I'm like, I learned one whole year was wasted on computers. Yeah, tell me about it. Because <laughs> I'm like, computers don't even work the same. Sometimes, like, you know, Windows, they still get you back to the command uh, yeah. thing prompt. Yeah, you can still do that. Yeah, you can still do that, but like, why? But it still doesn't use all the same commands. No, it doesn't. It's so, very simplified. Yeah, because I think, I can't remember what they taught me basic. I think it was basic. And you know, I don't even use basic anymore. You know, we talk I about all this basic. computer stuff. You know what's really cool about this movie? When he wins, he's a navigator, right? When he flies, he doesn't have to type in any of the programming. It's like the motion control was ahead of his time. I guess. This well, well, you also got to think that computer and robots probably all do all the other stuff. So, well, I didn't think about that one. It's probably, time. in a way, it's about like when you're flying the Millennium Falcon, yeah. you think you're flying it, and you're doing some commanding, but you're not really flying it. Oh. You know? You know, speaking of the millennium, because I mean, because you're thinking about it, you're just a navigator. I mean, Sulu was a navigator. No, yeah. actually, Sulu wasn't the navigator. You know, was a Hemsen. You know, my uh, my Ryan watched this movie. Chekhov. He was really Chekhov. Chekhov. Chekhov is the navigator. Yes. But um, yeah. When I told my boys, like, I don't think they're um, familiarized with the Millennium Falcon. When I told them, like, hey, this is the cockpit where we were doing that thing, that they were so blown away. Like, wow, because the ship is so big, you know? And yeah. the control place is so small. Yep, you should sell right there in the corner. When yeah. Han Solo gets drunk, he pees. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself when I get on the um, the Smuggler's Run. I keep calling the Aluminum Falcon. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Dizzy really loves you. It's like, what, what <laughs> mean they just blow it up? What the hell is an Aluminum Falcon? <laughs> to just blow it up. <laughs> okay, I love you too. <laughs> oh, what else did you like about this movie before you like uh, recommend it to me? I I know that you like the time travel aspect, and you like the time like um when they show you that he's still the same age while everybody's going. Oh, I also like the uh, something also that made a big effect on me in, throughout my life is the spaceship changes shape. Oh, think if you could build a right. jet. Think if you could build a jet that changed the shape so it could move any direction you wanted to. You know, the first time they showed a spaceship, right? He's like, "Well, you need something bigger, you know, to hold." He's like, "No, you don't." And then the guy just pushes, and it goes outside. Yeah, yeah. He could just push but, the spaceship. Yeah, it just floats around, but actually, it changes shape <sighs> for change our atmosphere. The shape was really cool. Because you know, like, you don't need. Everything was flush and they can't get inside, right? Until the yeah. David showed up. Yep, it's all liquid, which is yeah. amazing if you think about it, because now everything, we do all this special extra liquid stuff. Yes. because but I, could, and you, I guess you get in a way, if you think about it, though, if you think about it, that the door opening, the special effects, paved the way for Terminator 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the liquid metals. I, I really yep. liked it when that, can we call it the hatch opens, right? It yeah, turns, we just call it hatch. It turns into... Yeah, it turns into stairs. Like that's and then, then they go out heart. there. Then they go out there and see that big old hillbilly hanging out there. And he's just like, <laughs> the he, big old all dude. he said. I like it. He's like, all he said, he wanted to phone home. I'm like, oh, ET reference <laughs> right there. <laughs> the ET reference was so funny. That dude just stands there like, hey, what a good spacecraft. Oh, that that family drove there with a spaceship right next to, on the other side of the gas pump. Oh yeah! No, this movie was quite good. Fly of the Navigator. Do you have you watched any other time travel movie that's kind of like this? I mean, like they don't explain the time travel, right? You just assume it's the yeah. Well, no, thing. not not quite like this. Not anything I could think of quite like this. Yeah, but they hit that hardcore though. Like this is one of the movies where, like, hey, once you go into the future, you don't have another self. You've been yeah. missing for however many years. You and, and here's the it. thing: I bet you they didn't even think about it that much. They just like wrote it in there, and then this happened to luck into something. I know, and then, like, you could tell their parents were, like, eight years older, right? Which I yeah. liked. But then when they saw the, his their son, right, 
they didn't even expect him to be eight years older. Like, it's yeah. however they lost him, right? And so glad they saw him how they last remembered. Yeah, him. and they just were so happy they didn't care. No, I mean, uh, yeah, they probably questioned it a little bit, but at first, I mean, they're so happy they don't. I mean, they don't want to question. Yeah, it. I wouldn't question it either. I wouldn't I mean, question it. Either, yeah, because it may turn out it's just a bad dream or something. Oh, that's the scary part, right? That's the part like where your brain is not even functioning correctly anymore. Yeah. Is like I'm just gonna accept this because I'm just happy to see him. Yeah, yeah, there it is. With that, they were, and then eventually they had to accept it. And then they just took him away to NASA. Yeah. Well, now, they made a deal, and it turned out NASA's like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna take him for longer now because we need to ask a thousand zillion questions. You know, now that's you know, well, you know what bothers me though. What I thought was just stupid though. You know, when it shows them in the spaceship in the hangar. <laughs> It just annoys me a little bit. Oh, and they're trying to figure out how to get in. You got that yes. guy. It's got that torch. I'm like, you're NASA. You know the temperatures you'd have a spaceship would have to suffer to get into the atmosphere. Well, do they? You're gonna take, and you're gonna yes, they do. Oh, because they, they sent because the, they have heat shields on the bottom of the space shuttle oh, for and all the other space spacecraft. Space yeah, so I'm thinking if it's an alien craft and it's going through the atmosphere, that torch ain't gonna do crap. So can we cut to our own spacecraft? Yeah, we could we can cut their own spacecraft. Just not just not like a fire, like a flame. Oh, you we can't use a torch, but it's got to thank it. All our spacecrafts have. I don't know what the newest ones. They got shields on them, all those capsules. But the spaceship, space shuttle had little little pieces. It was uh, tiles, right? We know you could cut through it because the tiles had damage to them, and that's why the space shuttle one of the space shuttles blew up. Oh, okay. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know too still, much about how we still die coming in space. So space is still dangerous for us. Oh yeah, I, 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 but I mean, if you find some alien thing, it's just floating. This this is an Independence Day fool. Just did it remind you of Independence Day? The, the spaceship it does. Yeah, when they got it in the hangar, you know, they got all those little blocks with yep. the chains all wrapped around it, just like. But in Independence Day, they had that thing locked onto it, and they push that button, and it just floats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lev- it levitates. This this was the preview for Independence Day. You know what? A lot of like, I guess. So thanks to this kid, all the information so, they got, they go back and they come back to Earth and they kill almost. They try to almost kill Will Smith. We we use a ten percent right. I feel like only ten percent of people watch the flight of the Navigator and it just trickles down to like it influences on their movie making stuff. Maybe like, so. I think I think a lot more people watched it than we realize. You know what? The budget was nine million. It made over eighteen at the box office. So. Yeah, I think a lot of people went and saw it because it's one of Disney's earlier movies. I think it's like the second movie that Disney had. It even had a cuss word in it. Oh yes, they did the the Doctor Faraday cuss. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I I heard it. Yeah, and this is a Disney movie. This is a Disney movie. Was it rated PG? No, it's rated. No, he's got to be PG because violence, I guess. They didn't fire oh, yeah. anybody. Did they fire the kid? No, I don't know. They have no, all the no, stuff the, nobody nobody shot the guns at yeah. him or anything. Nobody really ever tried to hurt anybody. No, even when they flew, I like how they were able to track the spaceship. Yeah. Right. So I mean, well, you could that would be normal though back then. Oh, it was tracking stuff. Man, come on, we had the Cold War going on. <laughs> track anything. Well, you talk about tracking a spaceship though, like nothing. Something. Oh, they can track something. I mean, if you could see it, it goes up and down. I just like that when the first Max saw talking, right? It remind me of the Terminator. Like he's like affirmative. Yeah, I kept saying that all kinds of stuff. Because it it's real like simple. That's how we thought. I guess machines or intelligence would work, right? Like they just speak proper, and that's it. Instead of saying yes. Well, they probably just thought well, that's what you want to hear because it's probably universal in a way. Yeah, affirmative. Maybe. Until, like, I, it did bother me a little bit when the robot changed personality after he Yeah, it's like, like, oh, my why God. Why would they need to change personality? When I was a kid, I, when I was a kid it probably didn't annoy me. But, oh, yeah, no, when I was yeah. watching, it did annoy the crap out of me. It's like, it sounds like Pee Wee Herman. And then at the end of the movie, you watch the credits, looking for uh, Paul Rubin's yeah. name. It's not there. It's not? No, he, he has a different name. No. Was it Paul Mall? I think it was like Paul Mall or something. Really? Let me see. Yeah, because I didn't see Paul Rubens. I don't remember showing up the credits. I think he oh, changed his name in the credits. Let me see. What was he? In, uh... I mean, it's Paul Rubens. Credit to Paul Rubens now, but I don't think the the real credits on the real movie. Oh my gosh! Paul. Him and I have the same birthday. Who? Pee Wee Herman or Paul Rubenfield? 
Well, I wouldn't brag about it, but yeah. Hey, but you know awesome. what? I have the same birthday as Aaron Paul too. Who's Aaron Paul? Oh yeah. Just see okay. if I'm uh All right, cool. I got the same birthday as uh Bill Murray. No so way. That's I do cooler. actually. And oh yeah, you know who else I share a birthday with? Who? Stephen King. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. If that, sh- if that should make me creepier or not. But... Hey, you know what? Bill Murray is already cool enough. Yeah. So Bill there. Murray is already very cool. <clears throat> ah, too bad I can't tell, like, you know, what was he? Paul, I mean, his real name is Paul Rubenfield. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, didn't know. I learned something new. I'm just looking on his, um, uh, what a Wikipedia page, because I pulled up, um, I always pull up the Wikipedia page for our movies. So that but we also want to point out Paul Rubens is uh, Penguin's dad. Is who? Penguin's dad. Penguin? <laughs> Batman? Penguin's dad? <laughs> I mean, I know it's, it's irrelevant now, but hey, it's funny. <laughs> Penguin's dad. That's from Batman Returns. Yeah, I know that too. No, it's not just in Batman Returns, though. So. Yeah, Batman Returns, that's funny. Gotham, too. Oh, is he? Yep. He shows up in Gotham to play the Penguin's dad. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That is awesome. They probably just thought, like, hey, you know, it would be really cool for this show. Yeah, I think it's cool. Like, what's he doing? He's not busy, yeah. right? Because most people don't even remember uh, Paul Rubens being in Batman uh, Returns. He only had, like, a line he had, Yes, he had just a really small part. Yeah, a small part. Oh, that's really cool. I mean, like, I knew he was in Batman Returns, but, like, I didn't know about the Gotham part. That's yep. awesome. He's in Gotham. So... You know when Max, no, no, when Max was telling David, like, you know, why is he on the planet? So is this alien just coming to study us, or like all living yeah. organism in general? Apparently, apparently it just travels around and gets picks something off of each planet. It probably just picks something off of each planet. So is he trying? Are they trying to invade us? So this turned into well, yeah. Then you see it appears day too. I mean, it appears day. This is what this turns into. <sighs> I mean, yeah. But apparently, he, he wasn't afraid of water. No, because they, they submerged themselves in water. You know what? That's not yeah. really an alien. That's no living organism. It's just a robot in a spaceship. We think. We don't really, we never really understand it. Maybe there is a living organism inside there. Oh, it just never made a appearance. Maybe it's, maybe it's like on Star Trek. It's just a brain. Or maybe the alien people from Independence, they just send these probes out to collect information. Like, Could. it doesn't have to be manually pilot, right? It's all yep. automatic. It's, they have yep. far better so uh, bas- So basically, we're getting probed by Pee Wee Herman. By AI, yes. Probed by Pee Wee But they didn't probe it, right? They, they, they use our brain to download information. They just wanted to see if he could hold information in. Well, because brain cells could be used in the future to hold information. Even on Star Trek, a lot of the starships, they have a like a cells inside the the that holds information. All this stuff is stored in cells, living oh, really? cells. So basically, in a way, you got like cyborgs inside starships. Huh. Okay. <clears throat> hmm, interesting. Even today, we try to use that. They try to slice up brains on the various animals, like rats and stuff, yeah. and store information into them. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that's Crazy. possible. <clears throat> it's possible, very possible. So to see if they could remember certain tasks or whatever we put in them. No, it's not. It's not even that. It's just the store information. It's a bigger storage unit because you know we got all these other storage units. And we thought, well, what if you could build cellular storage unit? Because our brains, even at the smallest deal, even a cell can hold so much information in. It. So it's kind of like what is it? Um. Civil our brains, war, right? Yeah. Well, basically, our brains can hold so much more information than any disc, even like even thousands of discs, won't even fill up our brain. So it's like that doctor from Captain America: Civil War. Well, All the it's information like Doctor Zola. Yeah, yeah Doctor yeah. Zola. Yeah, it's Zola. But it's it's oh. kind of like that. But in a way, he's he wrote his consciousness into a machine. Yeah. So basically, any brain comp- computing power and all that stuff, he kind of lost because he put his stuff in a machine. That was built what in the sixties? Yes. So he is his is on all stupid tapes and stuff all over. Probably oh, no, rolling tapes. Stuff. So yeah, yeah, was tape. Yeah, you know, tape drives. Yeah, magnetic tape drive. Which if you spin a bag, spin a bag, you start losing information. Oh. So the guy basically he had by the time that Captain America shows up, he's getting all timers to the tapes because they're getting erased. <laughs> but. 
but yeah, it was like that. that. That's a whole nother thing. Putting your conscience in a machine. And that's been like, uh, there's a Star Trek episode of that. There's a movie with uh, Jack Sparrow and <laughs> Johnny Depp in it. Oh, well, yeah, Disney. We're sticking to the Disney thing. Yeah, so I know what you're talking about. Jack yeah, I can't Sparrow. remember what that name is. I can't remember what that other movie named Transcendent. Yeah. Yeah, Transcendent. Yes. Which, by the way, is actually a pretty good movie. Oh, I haven't seen it. I mean, I'm not saying, oh, it's not groundbreaking or anything. But it's still a pretty good movie. But it's set there. It's worth watching. Well, this is what's worth watching, too. I mean, it's not a groundbreaking movie. I I mean, it's sci-fi. And sci-fi is just supposed to convey information, convey ideas. It's not supposed to convey information. It's supposed to give somebody's ideas and thoughts on a certain particular sci-fi topic. So before we wrap it up right now, I want to talk about the timelines of Flight of the Navigator. So there's a timeline with David missing in the future. But they, he comes back. There's a timeline where he goes back with David. Like they just like he never left, right? Hmm. Uh, well, there's a timeline with David going all the way forward. So there should have been an alternate when he went back. Yes, he's the alternate. When so he went actually, back. he was pulled out of that timeline. So yeah, he lost his parents, but he fixed. They fixed it in a way. They fixed the first. They gave one. him. They. Well, you got to think, though, it makes several timelines because just by jumping out, yeah, and pulling him out, they made another timeline when he went back. Right, so there's a timeline where David was never found. Yeah. I mean, he he showed up for a brief moment, and then he was gone again. Yeah, and then he was gone. Oh, so those people up. never... Those people in that timeline never get to see him again. <laughs> they got they got to see him at 12 years old, and so NASA, in that timeline now, now NASA has all this information now. Yes. So in this timeline... Oh, I was then, going to if, talk about the information. See, it's too. kind of like Star Trek. Now. It'll be like J.J. Abrams' Star Trek because of the timeline just the mess up. Because in J.J. Abrams' Starfleet, it's even more powerful than the Starfleet in the original series because mm-hmm. they came across a ship from the future. And yes. They had a battle with it, and they, they gathered up all kinds of information, and they forced themselves to get more powerful. Yes. Even though they did lose Vulcan. Oh. So, which kind of hurts them in the future because, I mean, what makes Starfleet so powerful uh, technically is Vulcans in a way. Well, it's all, I'd say it's all the races, but Vulcans probably have a lot to add to it, even though they're kind of closed minded. I stuff. didn't think about that military, like the advanced technology thing. Yeah, but see, in his, that timeline where he shows up and disappears because yeah. they have all the information about a spaceship, they, they got some, they know something about it. Yeah, that's They spaceship. probably can't exactly build it. But they know about planets. They got all the star charts all of a sudden. Oh, from Captain Nemo's ship. Yeah, so that oh. ship. So they got all the star charts. So they don't really need to build. They could build even a better because, you know, they haven't built Hubble, the Hubble telescope yet. And all the other telescopes is going to come. They already know all this stuff now. Voyager hasn't even got to the end of the solar system in that timeline yet. Whoa. In our time, Voyager's gotten to the end of our solar system, and we really haven't seen that No, much. I really like <laughs> the technology aspect of it. When David shows up in the 86, now yeah. the 86 has more information because they yeah, well, they know maps. Yeah, well, they know. They know well, here's they, the thing, They mentioned that. Even, they mentioned Even in our systems. world, let's say in our world, let's say the real world, we can't, time, we can't travel faster than the speed of light. Right. We have never seen anything travel faster than speed of light. But in this movie, in that timeline, now NASA knows you can travel at the speed Five of light. Seconds, and yes. Oh. And they have proof of it. Oh, so it could it uh, in reality it could they could live in a so, more dangerous world. So basically world. so basically they gotta yeah, they gotta build. They're gonna I mean uh, let's put it this way, uh Area fifty one would get even bigger or better now. Ooh, I like this thought process. Maybe someone should make a movie about after the yeah. uh, the pros uh, and cons of time travel. Because uh, they never talk about it, like what nobody has you, ever touched it. Yeah, not until you told me about the Star Trek thing. Like, oh, there's even mind. more. There's even worse ones if you tra- jump into another timeline and you're still there. I mean, because what's to keep you from not wanting what your other self has? I mean, you're human. Yeah. Eventually, you might go. You know what? At this guy, I'm taking his <laughs> It kind of goes back to what I talked about. Like, if I just go back <laughs> in the past into the into the past as myself. Yeah, if you're in the past as yourself, though, you're just gonna be it. I mean, you you're gonna mess with something. You you're gonna mess something up. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, it doesn't dangerous. matter what you do. Bumping something, anything, you're already setting the timeline in another direction just by being there. Ooh. That's the thing. Your timeline will, if you jump in, into another timeline, your timeline, that timeline will never be the same. It, 
is the other time about you and it, it yeah. doesn't matter what you do i don't care if you set, lock yourself in another room you're occupying space now oh so he's saying that even if i go back in time as and i don't alter anything it was it would still change yep you've already altered something by just being there <laughs> huh i mean think if you go in a room and lock yourself in there somebody was probably supposed to enter that room you know, but they can't get in that room because you locked yourself in that room. So they go walk out in traffic at a time that they weren't supposed to. They should have been in that room. They go out in traffic, get hit by a car, and then their whole line is not born. Oh, interesting. Or somebody was supposed to go in that room and sleep, and then but they can't go in that room, so, so they the, go meet somebody, get so married. So the way that you said it, I need to find some place that no one ever goes into. Which just by being, but you got to think by the by being there. I'm all just being there. I'm because you've automatically added the amount of matter that's in your body to this new timeline. Wow, that's that's already changed everything. You thought about this? You're breathing oxygen. I mean, even at the let's say the very end of the the existence of the Earth, if it's losing oxygen, the Earth's gonna die even quicker because you breathe some oxygen that the Earth needs. Because I added a person. You probably stopped on a bug, or you added a germ that they didn't have. So what if I what if I just stop uh, uh, a birth from happening from someone else? I'm breathing the same amount of air. Yeah, you 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 stop. There's no matter what you do, you're gonna do something. Because what are you gonna do? Ooh. Maybe if you just jump in for a second. I mean, it's like when Hawkeye jumps in the timeline. Just he already altered that deal by just. Saying so, but no, calling his kid's name. Yeah, calling his kid's name. Yeah, and his dad was like, she, dad? she did something for a few seconds, did something that she doesn't do in his timeline. Oh. And there was already a whole new timeline created. You know what? Besides, it, it will match, it will almost match his timeline that he went back to. We need to, that um, one moment. Do more time travel movies. Yeah, but the thing is, her, his daughter thought she heard her ghost. Yeah. What if when we think we hear ghost, it's somebody yeah. from another timeline? Oh, I like the, how you put that together. Instead of ghosts, it's someone from another timeline. They just, they had to get away. They yep, cannot they pop be seen. in, pop right back out, and they just kind of influenced our timeline oh. for a little bit. But that's to say, though, if anybody ever travels into our timeline from another, from the future, then it means we're not a real timeline. I wouldn't say the future. It means, because... no, let's say somebody comes in. Let's say all of a sudden we get a visitor, and he's like, oh, I'm from the year 2797 or something. Mm-hmm. Our timeline is an alternate. Yeah, but then that's talking about like you are able to go back to the <clears> past. <throat> Wouldn't it be weird that someone came from the past into our timeline because they technically go into the future? Well, you can. That's the thing. People could pass from the past into our t- and come here. Let's say all of a sudden some guy pops up. He's from the year 1011. Oh, okay. That's okay. He was just taken out. He, he was probably, he was he walked through like a fissure in time or something. There's space. Or a wormhole. See, that's that he stays in our timeline. That doesn't alter our timeline, really. No, it doesn't, because he's from the past. But if he comes from the future into our timeline, that means our timeline is not real, and we there means as we everything that we mean you thought we're doing, or all the decisions that we mean you made, already been made. Really? So you're saying that if someone come from the future into our timeline, we are not the original. Nope, we're not the original. Even though this we're... is that's the first time that guy yep. comes into his timeline. Yep, I have exactly. to think about this some more. Nope, you got to get it. You got to think because you're going through this timeline. All of a sudden, you jump back. As soon as you jump back, you alternate, make another timeline. So, at that point, he jumps back. We were the same people, and then we split. Oh, that's some deep stuff I have to think about. Yeah, we split. So, like, there's like now two of us, but the, now we're not going to even do the same crap. The other person that you is doing the prime. You're not prime anymore. You're an alternate. Huh. So in a way, you're kind of like a clone. But in a no, but everything is. Everything in your whole world is cloned. I hate but it's slowly going to change because of this time traveler. I hate time travel and I love it at the same time. You know, I, I mentioned that with, I talked to our other friend, right? He loves time travel too. And that's the one that I'm going to do like some comedy movies with, hopefully this year. And he loves yeah, time but, travel. But he well. lives on the, uh, the, the, the belief of Back to the Future is correct. <laughs> oh, I don't know if he believes that Back to the Future oh, is okay. correct. That's the yeah. other discussion. That's and then nice. one day we can get all together to talk about Top Top Time Machine. <laughs> I, uh, I got to yeah, think of another... You'll have, al- you have to get an alternate Shane. I, I to need to you. look into other... I know 12 Monkeys is also a time traveling thing. I think one of our major... Time and time again. Time and time time again. again. You know what? Jack the Ripper steals the eight. She wills time machine. What did I say? 80s um, Star Trek, right? 
Let's find all the time travel movies that they mentioned in Endgame. Let's do that as a theme. Okay. Well, we tried to do that because we did watch the time machine and the other time machine. Yeah, we watched both time. And we machines. hit back to and we did back to the future. Yes. And now we and did time, Flight of the and that, that movie I just mentioned, I think it's Time Time Again or something like that. Yeah. It's mentioned. It's mentioned, yes. So let's do them. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, we're supposed to also do the 80s. We sure do got a lot of goals set. We only got so much time to watch all this crap. Yeah, you know. It's only 52 weeks a year. That means 52 movies a year. Yeah. We did that Thursday thing two, was two years ago now almost. Yeah, I remember. That was that was kind of rough. That is kind of rough. Watched, and nobody watched our second shows. No, it's really tough because I guess. Yeah, we well, everybody's watching watch. our one show. And then once they're like, hey, they got two shows. Let's just watch these guys anymore. <laughs> So staying consistent with one subject. That's our goal for 2023. What is our goal? Because I'm confused. Because right now, how many time travel movies are in the 80s? Besides Back to the Future? I don't know. Quite a few. We'll probably find a lot. But you know what? We'll probably find that out. And uh, I could probably end this episode. Hey, the butterfly effect. That was in the early 90s. But but still, hey, it's relevant. It's a time travel movie that's relevant. Yeah. Because you time travel within his own mind, in his head. Who's to say you can't do that? Yeah. Because, I mean, they even do that in X-Men. They did it in X-Men. Wolverine, of the future Wolverine does that, yeah. So, basically, uh, Wolverine wanted to listen to uh, whatever culture, Kutcher, Aston Kutcher, and do it. He just copied Aston Kutcher. Anybody can time travel, I can do it, too. And with yeah, that, it, but I'm going to end Aston this Aston right Kutcher here. can time travel, then we can do it. Yep, and with that, I'm going to end it right here. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Tenzai Reviews. If you like what you heard, give us a thumbs up. Follow us on Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll see you on the next one.